Hey guys, there's no video. There's no video. We have less. Oh yeah. We have less less people this week than last week. That's true. Last Hello week it was, again, everybody. It Harry, Harry, Harry. Welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D. Three beers in. We're going strong. Sponsored this week by an ice cold Budweiser. But not really. But not really. We don't have any sponsors. So if you're looking to sponsor something, send us an email at Nerdtastic at 3D at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D, episode number 78. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do we what? have that number right this year? We do. Do we? We do. And there's a big party Siete coming ocho. for number 178. Yeah, that's a hundred away. More. Yeah. That's like two years. Yeah, that's, yeah, give or no. take. I, just, I figured I wanted to give us enough time to I plan. I say for like eighty. Yeah, I figured you thought Liz about Liz does that. math fast, by the way. Sean, real. Fast. Oh wait, sorry. Oh, my so my name is Jason fast. Carter. <laughs> we'll, we'll go this way this time. Sean Phil, <laughs> Jason Paco, Liz Heron, <laughs> and, and choking. Josh LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> um, uh, Sean, Gators. we made it. What? Is the temperature inside of a tauntaun? <laughs> mm, I don't know, but they smell bad. What the hell is a tauntaun? What? Sean, it's lukewarm. Are you ah, serious? Oh, that's a Star Wars thing. Yeah, right? that's oh, funny. Yay. That's I a like funny it. joke. I like that one. That's the that's the thing that Luke You're curls up inside of. <laughs> oh no, Hans Han, curls up inside yeah. of with. Luke, not Hans, Han. Oh my God, it's he's Luke making my, you, you're making like, my brain explode. L- Liz right knows now. more about this than you do. Yes, 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 I do. I've been playing Tiny Death Star, so I'm catching up on my, oh. my Star Wars Jedi Outcast. Hey man. guys, my extra sensitive toothpaste <laughs> doesn't like it when I use other toothpastes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, and that's uh, Nerd Testing in 3D. That's all we have for this week. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the the one thing I'm bringing to the table tonight is that the Waze app can report cops' locations, and I did not know that. It's awesome. I just well, the Waze app it. can report construction. It reports... It, everyone, it tells you when your friends are nearby. Everyone reports construction. It's kind of like Wiki for driving, right? Like, everyone contributes to yeah. out, uh, like calling mm. out things, and then everyone else says, but, yes, And yeah. you can drive around and pick here. up presents <clears throat> and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can see other people's avatars. You're driving. So, like, instead of looking at the road, you're looking at your phone Pretty and, much. Uh, you know, being yeah. a great yeah. driver. Just like and everybody in Los them. Angeles. Yeah. So we've, we've talked in the past about like <laughs> autonomous vehicles and how like people feel that it's coming. that well it's coming, but there's this psychological attachment to being able to control your vehicle, and people are going to have a very hard time like releasing that control. I have, I think that there's we're already on a trajectory towards releasing that control, and this is why. So as car technology develops, they keep adding these passive systems to help drivers brake automatically to help drivers stay in their lane to warn drivers when they're close to obstructions and so on and so forth and like gradually the car is going to kind of start taking control and the drivers are going to get lazier and lazier with their control of the car and eventually we'll transition smoothly maybe not quite smoothly but we'll sort of transition into an autonomous state 
with our vehicles. I saw a comment. But it's going to take like 10 years or something like that. So they say that there's going to be autonomous vehicles on the road in five years. And I saw basically the the first ones, um, they'll be fully autonomous, except they will have to recede con- not concede control to the driver in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I saw a... Like what? Um, Hazardous road conditions? Yeah, like, oh, that's like what that? it was like. Like if you're driving in a blizzard or something and the car can't see anything, so it gives it over to the mm-hmm. driver. And somebody posted a comment on a forum somewhere that was like, yeah, well, you're take, basically taking driving away from people, and then in those situations that are most dangerous, you're giving it back to them yeah. where they no longer have any Where the human fallibility yeah. is so, the highest. I, I think you're right. It'll probably be around 10 years before it's like before fully it's integrated. More but I think in five years, we'll, we'll start seeing, you know. So when we're I'm too old of, to drive, our cars now can drive us. Well, I'm kind of curious. Like, I'm, I can't wait I'm actually it. curious, like, which country will adopt it the fastest? Like, will it be Switzerland or no. Finland It'll or something be like us. that? Guarantee. We're, we we already have state laws that have passed <clears throat> that have said it's legal. Yeah. Nevada, I mean, it's are, completely legal in Nevada. Right. And there are other I countries that are more, like, scientifically supported. That's true. And but less they may not dense to where it wouldn't be as yeah, maybe as uh, dangerous. Yes. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> But um, not in Europe. Rural Merkel. Speaking of cars not being able to see, um, there's an interesting, a very interesting TED talk that I watched over the week um, about a man named, uh, pulling up his name now, named Neil. Had a had a Who had a very Neil interesting haircut. No, Neil Har- oh, Harbison. Looks like a beetle. <clears throat> yeah, he does. He definitely looks like he's a blast from the past. But the interesting thing about this guy is he is achromatically blind, which means he's completely colorblind. He sees black and white. Um, wow. And uh, he got an implant in the back of his head. That's a sensor. Um, that's attached to a camera eye that sits in the uh, kind of sits forehead uh, on his forehead, and it, it perceives color. And it can translate it into sound tones. So instead of being able to see color, he can actually hear color. And the interesting thing that he talks about is for a while he had to sort of be able to learn the names of colors based on the tunes, you know, the key that the sound was in and so forth. But uh, as he got sort of uh, comfortable with understanding the sound language as, uh, the color language as sound, he started experimenting a little bit with it. And uh, the interesting thing about it is, um, which I didn't actually know, is uh, apparently when you go get your passport, you can't have any kind of augmentation, camera, anything on your person when you get a passport photo. And for this guy to be able to get a passport photo, he had to prove to the passport commission that this was a part of his body. And, wow. it was, and he functioned with it, and it was an extension of himself, <clears throat> which he was able to do. And he was able to get a passport and be able to travel around the world showing off his, um, his interesting <laughs> augmentation. So this guy is... Literally a cyborg. He has some digital component that is attached to his body, and it augments some part of himself that didn't work um, the way that you know, future, everyone man. else does. Yeah, exactly. But the cool thing about it is how he went about exploring the limits of this type of thing and just making different connections using um, this augmentation. So he, uh, he uh, ended up... Um, Making sound portraits of people's faces is one of the examples that he uh, he get. He would go around to very famous people like Nicole Kidman or um, uh, who else did he do? He did uh, Daniel Radcliffe. He did um, Prince Charles and so forth. And he started he, he made sort of like little symphonies or little t- like musical combinations of these people's faces. And he started seeing these people in a different way. And he said, it's interesting seeing someone who looks beautiful, but they sound terrible. Or seeing someone who doesn't look beautiful, but they sound amazing. And he started making correlations between, like, Nicole Kidman sounds very much like 
uh, Prince Charles. There's things that That's you wouldn't yeah. relate if you didn't see the world in the, or experience the world in this way. And then he goes further on to say, well, you know what, once I got really comfortable understanding sounds or colors as sound, um, um, normal, normal things like um, a plate of food started becoming a symphony for him. And he could like, he was like, imagine if <clears throat> you're, you're not only developing a plate of food to visually look good, but also to sound good as well. So you could have like composers, like you could make meals that sounded like great composers of the past and so forth. And um, that's potentially pretty, get children yeah. to eat their vegetables because they could hear something that sounded like it would be delicious, and then they would eat it. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a whole other thing, like combining senses. Like it's almost like exchanging senses. Like yeah, yeah you, like if you could hear, what is that? Uh, 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 Sensory sy- deprivation? No, like sy- uh, synesthesia, where people hear like their. There is it color, or they hear there something. Numbers show up as colors. Yeah, yeah. numbers show up as colors, or it's words like, show up. Words as... show up are sounds in their head, and they're like so. I think the I, brain, uh, brain kind of it like it the like wiring gets mixed yeah, up. yeah the, the wiring gets mixed up, and like I can't even imagine like what that would be. Yeah, and it's so like, perfectly you know? normal to these people, right? Yeah, that's <clears throat> and this is interesting function. because this guy had to kind of learn how to experience this the right way, but when he. When he got, how old was he when he got the the implant? Uh, he was older. He was, I think, in his thirties, late twenties. So he had yeah. experienced life completely gray <laughs> until you know he got this this sort of sound augmentation. But uh, he started flipping it the other way, and he started taking people's speeches, famous people's speeches, and making color portraits of them. And he actually, um, in the TED talk, he showed two portraits side by side, and he showed many, many people these portraits, and everyone swayed one way or the other, and one of them was very yellowy and with some splashes of red, and one of them was very kind of magenta and purplish and calm and so forth. And what's funny is um, he would... He would have people pick their favorite, what appealed to them the most, and then he told them who the two port- or who the two speeches were, and a lot of people changed their tune. Interesting. Uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> after they realized who the person was, one of them was Adolf Hitler's speech, That's and the other one was um, uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, "I Have a Dream" speech, um, which was interesting. So I guess Martin Luther dream- Martin Luther's speech was hmm. a bit more of this. Um, the purpley magenta kind of feeling, and yeah. Adolf Hitler's was the yellowy splash with red and some little spikes of green. That's pretty but crazy. It was pretty, crazy. pretty nutty. And then he goes on even further to um, talk about he once he got comfortable with all these things and he did these little experiments and stuff. He actually extended his field of view. So instead of just being able to see the visible color spectrum, he included infrared and ultraviolet. So now he can hear and in a way see things that no human can process visually he can hear when there are motion detectors in a room he can hear if Whoa. someone points a remote control at him That's he can crazy. go outside and he can oh hear gosh. whether it's a high risk sun burning day because Whoa. of the ultraviolet light so now he's is it cons- kind of is it constant <coughs> like would you, can you yeah can you turn that off or is it like a he can focus barrage? on things and i think he can adjust the volume of stuff and i don't know like how much he can focus in on certain things but it kind of blew my mind if you shot a laser pointer at the camera would his head explode no but he probably (laughs) wouldn't like the sound that it made or maybe he would i don't know i mean imagine the amount of sound like the different range of sound a laser pointer could make not it's one but it's probably one note right i don't know because it has different energy um levels to it so it's got it's got pieces of infrared and color and you know it's got to be weird too because it's it's Got to be different than hearing. 
You know, like it, it's a sound, but it's going directly into your brain. So it's got to be a different yeah. sensation. He, pro- he projects it to where you can hear like beep, 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 or like beep, beep. Yeah, like, it's, like and beep. it's tones, but it's, it's layered t- tones with multiple notes in some Yeah, and so he's actually me- like memorized the entire color wheel spectrum. It's like imagine a like blind person. Something imagine a blind person reading Braille, like, and convert that mm-hmm. to a a, per, a colorblind person listening to colors as if it was Braille yeah. and the texture of it and so forth. So, it's 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 kind of amazing because he sort of takes this um, this scarcity of like the human element being lost in in machinery and talking about how like no, you can actually extend the human presence and the human evolution in good ways. Um, which uh, I thought it was extremely fascinating. Like he says, uh, like encourage he encourages people to explore this, and he goes, "If you want to be a cyborg, like don't be scared because you won't be the only one." Yeah, I want to be a cyborg. I want to be a cyborg too. I want to have it's superhuman fun. punching strength. <laughs> I want to punch through walls <laughs> at a whim. Punching, that you're I like not necessarily want to punch anyone. He just wants yet. to crotch punch everyone. I want to just punch through just walls. Want to be able to do it. okay? Yeah, like yeah. Incredible Hulk into a room. Hey guys. I think, you're thinking of the, I think you're thinking of the Hawaiian punch guy. The high oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a Kool-Aid guy. Yeah. That's a Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, that is who I want to be. I want to be able to chug through Kool-Aid. three different drinks before she high got it. High C. Yeah. High C. Wait, Hawaiian wow. punch. Wait. Tang? So what would if you could do if you could do something right now that was like with modern technology to be to enhance yourself in some way what, what do you think you would do i was just trying to think like, about it. just yeah. like a, a, a like something like legit a, not a, like a i would punch through walls but something like you know i'd take a connect and attach it to my head and have stereoscopic vision in both eyes so i could see four different <laughs> perspectives i think i think um i, I just think, want lasik eye surgery i think <laughs> i just want to be able to see hey, i just want Liz to be able sets to the see. bar low, low. Honestly, that's like a real thing that you can do a vision is the first for me, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're such a visual um, group of people. We work in a field that's very visual. I mean, it's also audible and all that stuff. Not for but long. Like, tell us, too telescopic. Too <laughs> <laughs> you tell You're us, Jason. You're burning yourself. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Not too soon. Not too soon. I think just being able to have telescopic vision would be awesome. Being able to mm. see things super far away and yeah. then come in close and as long as it's not digital zoom, yeah, yeah, right. So it just gets <laughs> hazier and hazier. I'm like, that looks all right. That's terrible. I just want to be able to eat anything I want. And not <laughs> can you not now? Like what? Like what? Are well, you... without repercussions of getting continuing <laughs> oh, okay. to great get fatter and um, yeah, okay, all that other stuff. So you want like a diabetes processing unit just physically pretty much? Yes, to you yeah, that would be great. It just weeds out all the shit, and it just seeps out through maybe like a pore. I'm curious. Just one pore? Just one disgusting pore. Imagine how you would smell constantly. You smell like Skid Row all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, what you're saying is that you would like to not have control over your colon. Essentially, (laughs) your colon is a big pore. I'm pretty sure that's coming. I I imagine that coming some point in your future. is gross. (laughs) I'm curious who did this guy's implant, because there's another story about um, a person who's like a, a, a hacker, a wetworks hacker, essentially. He's um, part of a group that like customizes human parts based on technology and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, he installed <clears throat> this gigantic, oh. this gigantic device in his forearm that is about the size of a smartphone. So imagine your iPhone or an Android phone literally shoved underneath. The is it like a pitfoil arm? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I think it's like a it's a Raspberry Pi type device that 
um, he built. And it doesn't do a lot. Um, the guy's like name takes is his temperature. Tim Cannon. It takes his temperature and like feeds it Bluetooth to a nearby device, um, and he can graph it over time. But the thing that was in, that I found interesting that he was talking about was um, this is not sanctioned by the medical community. Community like augmenting your body with mm-hmm. technology is not sanctioned unless it's something like prosthetics because you lost a limb. Um, but he does also equate the fact that like you can go get plastic surgery and get gigantic breasts or butt implants or other stuff that's sanctioned medically, butt but implants. you can't actually improve your body with technology medically because it's not, it's not, it's considered against the Hippocratic oath for some goofy ass reason. Yeah, that's interesting because that's it's it's the like, you know, theoretically the the plastic surgery doesn't improve you as a person. It improves your look. It depends right? on the kind of it, right? Like there's reconstructive plastic surgery, which absolutely does like give you back something that you'd lost, right? But but yeah. it's like, yeah, if I can get it, I mean, and this is such a stupid comparison, but like, th- there's been a lot of movies and games that have dealt with that. Like like the most recent in my mind that I played is Deus Ex, and about how like there's all these people who are getting augmentations and then they're you know they're almost in like a different cast of society and when you start doing that like there is a there's probably at least right now a moral line somewhere it's like what are you doing it for how does that affect people around you stuff like that right yeah but uh i think it's like the, the interesting thing too is like what that guy did is just something that probably most uh, you know, external devices could do like the Fitbit probably could have like a, a a meter on it that can take your temperature stuff like that. Yeah. Did he do it for he, a medical think, purpose? No, or just he the, did it to pave the way for like cybernetic <clears throat> wet works typey stuff. And apparently, there's a guy. There's like there are con- there are conventions for this. Well, because there's yeah, there you can get implants. You know, yeah. spikes and put in balls, bearings all over your arms. Right, yeah. right. But those aren't medically sanctioned, and you don't get all of the medical niceties of like you know um, going under for example, or having any kind of localized anesthetic. So this guy essentially went under surgery without any painkillers in any way, shape, or form. Um, and has got to uh, get really drunk, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, <laughs> like he equated it to like, I've, I've gone through a medieval battle. That's what my body feels like, is I've been sliced up, and my body is recovering from that kind of trauma. That's crazy. But uh, it's crazy that he put this tiny little device in it. And I'm assuming he can like flash it and update it through Bluetooth or something. Um but the interviewer was asking him, like, are you worried about, like, this getting hacked? Toxicity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I was going to say infection. Yeah. Well, I think they put it inside of a plastic, like a, a silicone They put bag it inside of some kind of a bag so that it wasn't just metal on skin because yeah. that's very corrosive and yeah. toxic and damaging to your body. Um, but he's like, you know, yeah, I mean, someone hacking this is a very real possibility that they could get Jeez, at the information or they could replace the data with other <coughs> things and... It's kind of nutty. Exactly. You have Lyme's disease now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can upload diseases to it. You can, yeah, you can never sure read can. that it's appearing that Sean has AIDS now. Uh, yeah. You can have, yeah. <laughs> you oh have two different viruses. Yeah. You can have a, bio, a, a biochemical virus and a computer virus all at the same time. Right you guys should make a movie about Lucky that. Hmm. The viruses. Yes. The viruses go see, came up go see Planes 2 in <laughs> theaters in July. Life, lifetime <laughs> Planes 2 addresses this exact topic. Not at all. Mario really. Van Peebles and Kevin Sorbonne. Oh, yes, Mario. we got to bring Mario Van Peebles back. <laughs> I just want to know when Brandon's coming on the show. Brandon, Brandon Fraser. That's Brandon Fraser. what I want to know. Yeah, we reach out what? every couple of months. 
We do. Yeah, we put a we put a APB. Do you know about Carter's obsession with Brendan Fraser? No, but I could get on board with and that. Monkey Bone specifically. I'm a huge Brendan fan. Huge fan. Are you? Yeah, like legit. What's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Mommy. Uh, um, she can only think of one right now. And she's trying to think <laughs> of more. It's Encino Man. No, I know it's That's the only one she can think of. And then I know asshole. there's that other one with like um. Oh, Alicia Silverstone with like the whole like blast from the past, or isn't that where he's like blast from the, from the 50s past? I believe is what it's called. I believe you're right. Yeah. Uh, he had a pretty good so, haircut yeah, in that exactly. movie. I'll have to give him credit for that. Creepy. He looks great in Black and George White. Of George of the Jungle. jungle. George yeah, yeah. Of the Jungle. Nice. Oh, wait, oh, the uh, captain. The school mountain. ties. Wasn't he a ma- he, he was guy? Uh, Dudley Do Right. Dudley Do Right. What? Yeah. Yeah. Look, all I can tell you is that there are a few working actors today. That are human beings that can embody a cartoon with such accuracy. <clears throat> oh yes, like multiple times. It's awesome. It sounds amazing. He I is him, he him and Jim Carrey. Right? Did you guys see Journey to the Center of the Earth? No, no. brilliant performance. Yeah, God. I, right, maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but it was fun. Wait, so we never actually did go around the room and talk about like if if you could get an augmentation right now, what what would it be? I think I'm not sure how this would work, but it would be some kind of vision splitting for me. So like. Like predator vision, like. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I don't. You I don't know if this would. Candy? I'm not sure how <laughs> this would work, but like, I, I would candy? try and feed an optical <laughs> nerve two simultaneous camera feeds, so that I could have four different points of view. Mm. Like you could see out of the back like, of your uh, head. Yeah, I'm not sure if that would. They would like all be Boba facing vision, forward, or I would ass. just get greater peripheral yeah. vision. Yeah. But mm. like, it would be taking like depth cameras, right? And you would set them. You know, here and here and here and here, like above your eyes, and you'd basically have four points of view. Imagine how long. But I'm not sure how your brain to learn how to process that type of visual information. Yeah, exactly. Like, you like, have to be reborn. With like it. chameleons can like look in 180 degrees, yeah. like 360 degrees, and they understand what they're looking at. And then when they find something interesting, interesting, they go <laughs> and yeah. they look right at it. And it's super Did you see creepy. the Z Frank? Yes. <sighs> We it's played. Too bad we commuters. don't have video because I'm all like pointing a whole bunch of <laughs> he goes, hemispheres around my. He head. goes. There's a. There's a. There's a video playing, and he's narrating over it. And he goes. He goes. If you were a grasshopper, you'd be shooting your pants right about now. You see the one with the owl. Uh, yeah. it, it, the, the owl one's pretty funny and it's actually I think it's kind of a Jason's Alley being a stereographer because owl's eyes don't move in their sockets they have to move and they have gigantic oh, they heads head. so they move their heads around constantly <laughs> to get to parallax. really judge the parallax of the distance I really do wish distance. we had video this hey. week because you guys are on yeah, fire you know, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> do that with Harry Carey go hi everybody <laughs> yeah you're missing out if you can't <laughs> see this right yeah. now we're going to make a quick transition here to sports testing in 3D. When is Jack back so we can learn how to use the camera? Because we got... He didn't leave we the camera. We still oh, have it. That's why. Oh, yeah. I see. Michael Jordan's Wait, residence a lot, Jack. of Frogson. What do you know? So ja- Josh <laughs> Park, Illinois. <laughs> Josh, augmentation. Well, you already said your augmentation. You want to be able to eat anything. I really want... Food makes me so happy. I would love to just be able to eat whatever I want without any repercussions. So would you get like a tongue implant that let you taste it every little nuance of all of the food that dog you ate tongue. to... Yeah, dog, dog tongue. tongue. Oh. <laughs> or dogs. It's actually more smell than tongue. Yeah, right? I was going to say dogs. Yeah, no, terrible. it's right. It's smell. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think dogs care because I've been feeding dog my dog, dog the same thing for like seven <laughs> years and he hasn't once complained. My cat vomits up his dry food all the fucking time now. As soon as I gave him like wet food, he's like, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> he doesn't like it at all. Cats are divas. 
Cat's a dick. Cat. What would you have, Liz? What about you, Liz? Um, I think. Okay, aside from this seriously, I just want to be able to see without any sort of, you know. Do you wear uh, contacts? I wear one, yeah. One? One. Which one? My left eye. I had an ex who had one boob. Okay, I don't see how that's... <laughs> doesn't quite compare. Augmentation. She ended up getting one boob implant. Yeah. But did she have another happens. boob? Is it like yeah. breast cancer? And she had two boobs. She had two boobs, but only like one was actually... I mean, this could be one. a very sad story. I know. I was yeah. like... No, yeah, I, have, right. I have heard of the breast cancer cases where they get one augmentation yeah, because they had all of the tissue. Yeah, but you still then have two boobs. It's yes. not just you that she had one two in the middle. You have two but tits, but yeah, some of the... Continue. Yes. Yes. <laughs> one contact. <laughs> so you just want one eye replaced with a bionic <laughs> awesome like eye with that them. shoots lasers. But speaking of bionic, I, as a child, used to love the bionic woman. And so I would love people to like run super fast and like jump like that sort of... Like, be able to work out and not, like, ever get tired and, like, mm, that yeah, kind of thing. Be like, be able fun. to, like... So you just get jacked with fatigue. morphine every time your heartbeat goes up above 130? Pretty much. You're just like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know that... <laughs> like, you go into a stupor and pass out. I don't think that's what happened to her, but... Uh, like Liz, you yeah. know that... She had a spionic heart, too. You know that LASIK is available to all. For relatively inexpensive, like four hundred bucks. There's Groupons for it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you got to wear. I would not you, use one. You got to wear blue blocker sunglasses for a day, and I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, going to look fashion super sense. well. It's going to throw you. Well, off. I also heard from <laughs> bring in a bottle of booze and play it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Fashion over no, comfort. I, um, I did get one opinion once from an eye doctor, and they said that I would not be a good candidate because I only need one eye. I, so I got the exact I'm same thing. Monocular. So I have I have a lazy eye, mm-hmm. and because of my lazy eye being not um, focused the same way as my strong eye, mm-hmm. my brain has started to ignore it. So my mm-hmm. eyesight in my eye is not because my eye is bad. It's because my brain said this eye is fucked up. I'm ignoring part of it. <laughs> That's crazy. And We're they said that your brain's crazy, man. Yeah. Stupid brain. Stupid brain. Yeah, I don't know. I because one of my eyes is nearsighted and one is farsighted, and one of the right together one they fine. give me perfect vision in I the know. middle somewhere. Like I mean, if we're talking about super crazy stuff, of course I would want to be able to run fast and jump and yeah. never lose. But I'm, oh, okay. let's talk about a realistic. Oh, then LASIK eye surgery. Yeah, that's not exactly. Oh, okay. And another boob. Can I get another boob. Yeah, you can totally <laughs> total recall. Total recall. recall. Yeah. You're not happy. I can your, recall your that. I'm perfectly happy <laughs> for a dollar. I just thought an extra. Is he what I did? I merged. Don't you hate it when a sentence doesn't end the way you testicles? I laugh more at testicles than that entire joke. Um, the joke I guess is if, the if worst. Joke is I, I'm with Liz. That just shows on, when Liz is like she laughs more at testicles than most anything. Who doesn't? Let's I, be honest here. Yeah. I'm with Liz on like a bionic testicle. No, yeah. uh, bionic like legs or something to, to yeah. be able to do some crazy shit. But to be honest, I I have had knee surgery and my knees all messed up, and I would love a new knee, a patella implant. Yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. I would. Yeah. Did you guys see the article Super knee? that there's yeah. a uh, and kick, kick holes through walls? You can like niche oh, people yeah. and knee other things. Research- you can knee a soccer ball a mile into the air. Uh, researchers so. found a uh, – the article was a little misleading, but the title was Extra Body Part Found. And Detail, it was, right? Where? It was uh, doctors found a new – ligament in the knee that had never been discovered before that we all have. Well, 95% of human beings I don't think I have that ligament. Why was it hiding? Why did they not find it? 
I literally read the title, heard Ligaman, and was like, that's an oversell of a title. Jip. <laughs> what a jip. Let's talk about this. That's like Sean finding Moore. another door like, in your house. Uh, I think I talked about oh, the eye thing. another room. Yeah. I think I talked about the eye thing. Actually. Let me think about this real quick. Could, could you pick, like, lungs? Like, bionic Absolutely. Because oh. I would totally do that because I'm, like. I have lungs on the outside of my shoulders. What? Lung like sacks? Yittles? Oh my god, gills? gills would be pretty What's fucking a yittle? Gills I don't know what a yittle is. I keep gills saying gills. Gills would be disgusting to look at, though. <laughs> it would be like horrible. But, yittles. like, I I used yittle to be gills. a smoker, and I the, there's something yeah? about... You yeah, were? Yeah, back in the day. And there's something about, like, smoking that's super calming, and it just, like, like I if it didn't affect my health at all, I would continue to smoke. Oh, I just use the blue shit. Except it smells like shit. But yeah. besides that... If I could get <laughs> not to smell like shit and didn't affect my lungs, I would probably still smell. What happened to your knee? Uh, I our our audience wants to know. Mm. I injured it in college. Uh, I won't go into the, the details playing because football? I was probably uh, not playing sports. Um, okay. I was drunk and I was fighting with a friend of mine. Nice. We were like we were drunk and we thought it'd be fun to do like some UFC fighting type you shit. Did boot to and the head. I woke so, up with a piece of chicken on my face and I could barely walk. <laughs> Fuck. That's what a happened. The hell of a night. Typical <laughs> Tuesday. And I had I had actually torn my meniscus, and I walked on it for three months because ah. I thought I had just sprained my knee. And then I actually went to a doctor, and they did a uh, they the first thing they did was an X ray, and they're like, oh yeah, your knee looks fine. And then they did an MRI, and they're like, oh, you tore the shit out of your meniscus. Oh we need you to do surgery. And then Ooh. they removed forty percent of my meniscus. Mm. So, and I like to run, and now I'm. Running into the issue of I was going to say because it hurts. You're oh, not a stellar performer in this competition. This because honestly, oh, at, at about two and a half miles, my knee starts hurting really bad. So get a wagon. What? What? Put your knee in a wagon. <laughs> but then I'll just skate along. Run with the other one. That doesn't count. No. no. Uh, fair I think I know what what I would do um, right now if it wasn't the vision thing, which I'm actually very very curious about what it would be like because we only have three degrees of focus in both of our eyes. You can only actually focus on a span of three degrees. Hmm. It would be very interesting to know what it would be like to expand that amount of focus so you can actually see more detail when you look in one spot than having to like constantly look around to bring in all the deal. That'd be interesting. But, a really long lens. Yeah, kind of. Um, but um, I actually hurt my shoulder doing jujitsu a couple, um, I don't know, about seven, eight months ago. I remember that, yeah. And uh, it kind of blows because I really like doing jujitsu. And I'm kind of thinking maybe um, you know, Will Smith's implant from iRobot might actually be the cool thing mm-hmm. to like, have my arm kind of replaced bio- you know, bionically. And uh, what's really fucked up about that movie is how is he not crushing stuff all of the time when he picks things the up? The electronics are just kind of comes out guy. of nowhere. Yeah, I guess. But um, that'd be <laughs> very cool. soft touch. I'd have a really strong arm. Will Smith really is a beautiful man. Hey, hey, who saw Gravity hey. in three D? I did. I did. I saw it at the IMAX. IMAX in three D. IMAX. IMAX three D. Change the army. Oh, I didn't Let's go around real quick. Audience likes it. Liz. Loved it. I really enjoyed it, but I did. There was a couple things that were a little bit like confusing to me, like and logically confusing. No, because they they played out in the end, but like at the time, I was it like took me out of the movie because I was trying to think like, oh, could, is this really happening? Like the, the her whole hey, careful. We are spoiler free. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. The, there was a moment Come that uh, <laughs> it's been out for like. No, what if somebody listens to this and hasn't seen it? We'll remain spoiler free. Uh, oh my god! All right. Well, I will That's say no fun. Can we and, and the second thing was, I, and I know again, it's a movie. You know, it's entertaining, but like 
I don't think anybody can have as fucking much bad luck as she had. Yeah, yes, yeah. you can. One thing after another went wrong for her. Well, that, there is there I is there was a bi- couple that. big middle fingers <laughs> that were like, "Oh, you, uh, you, this is good for you," and then it's like, "No, it's actually just the well." There is man um, and that's dog. called life. <laughs> there is an astronaut, <laughs> and it happened. There is an astronaut that commented on it. He's actually actually a really funny guy because uh, he's talk, he talks in his interview about how it's like it was really realistic. Like I look just like George Clooney. They cast that perfectly. Um, <laughs> But uh, he talks about how, like, those satellites would never cause debris to travel that high up the stratosphere and damage where the shuttle was actually orbiting. Those are low, lower geosynchronous orbits. It wouldn't cause that kind of catastrophe. It would chain react in the way that it did, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't happen at the altitude that the space shuttle was at. I thought the but, really cool thing was the moments where there, like, there were some crazy shit going on, and it was just like silent. silent. And that was like that, that was, really was re- that felt really and, cool, and yeah. that kept yeah. that brought me back in. Yeah, brought me back. I in. thought it was awesome. There were definitely a couple of moments where I felt like if I had seen it in two D, I wouldn't have had that kind of mm. <gasps> moment of you know almost colliding with things in space and so forth. Um, the yeah. camera shot, the camera moved. Moves yeah. And just the long shots in it were that's phenomenal. I think it's really cool that that's his, that's his deal, scene. right? Yeah. Like that's what he's known yeah. for. And the other thing that's really amazing to me, and I was I was aware of it during the entire film, is <clears throat> when they lose. And this is a slight spoiler: bad shit happens. A bunch of satellites get destroyed. When satellites get destroyed, you lose communication with Earth because the satellites are doing the communication. Yeah. When that happened, you never, ever, ever went back to Earth to see. Yeah. It's not like Apollo 13 where like yeah, you're in the spaceship to, like, and then you go the back to room. yeah Control Central yeah. and see what they're doing. It was all, you're in space. Well, you're that you're character, right? That. Like you're completely Yeah, you're completely isolated. isolated. You're with them. And I felt like that was really effective yeah. as, a, as a storytelling sort of device through the whole movie. Jason, you look maybe not like you were. A fan. Oh, no, so I 100% agree that the the movie the thing that blew me away was the sound design. Like mm. the use or use of silence, the use yeah. of the yeah. absence of sound was just breathtakingly cool to me. Uh, I agree with you, Sean, that that movie <laughs> I agree with you that that movie is a movie that has to be seen in 3D. Like, it's not that you can't see it in 3D. You could ventilate it and pass out just now. But you, uh, (laughs) the swig of the beer probably helped. Um, So uh, there are there are so many scenes in that film that you seeing it in 2D and mono would just be a um, more confusing experience. And I just mean visually. It just it works fine even in 2D. No. It you does, but yeah. there are a couple of moments in the film where you gasp yeah. audibly and feel the fear of there are, what is oh, coming sure. at you. There yeah. are scenes in the movie. I would disagree with you. There are scenes in the movie. I was watching it in 3D. I would close one eye and I would like take in the second half of the scene in mono, and you would definitely, <clears throat> absolutely lose <clears throat> nerd lose <clears throat> impact. I know, I was just thinking, okay. Wow, only now that being that being said, let me put up this. That that all being said, that was one of the worst treatments of 3d i have ever seen why you it was a conversion it was really they didn't film really? it in 3D? it was not filmed in 3d there was thing there were some things that were the movie was there were some How? things that were rendered but the conversion the pieces of the conversion were just awful conversion means it was 2d and they turned it yeah. into a 3 it was shot with one isn't camera that, fuck, okay. isn't that stupid like I don't. Can you explain this to me? Like, yes, I can. But you have to make all, a it's sense, all money, Jay. right? It's all money. But it's cheaper. If you're like, hey, we're gonna make a 3D movie that's fucking <laughs> baller shit. 
you don't you film in 3D, right? Here's the thing. Well, if that movie was was shot in 3D, it would have been the pinnacle of all 3D movies to date. That would have knocked Avatar so out James of the seat Cameron of like the James Cameron made this movie. It would have been the absolutely. best 3D ever made. Absolutely. No question about it. All now, the, the movie is better in 3D. I will advise everyone to see that movie in 3D as a 3D guy. But the conversion job, mm-hmm. sorry, Prime Focus. I I was not a fan. See, I'm a stick Too with- many edges that were – like. There's a really, really breathtakingly beautiful scene on board the International Space Station. I won't mm. say anything more. Breathtakingly beautiful. 3D ruined it for me. Mm. So I'm a stickler for stereo because I don't like watching films in stereo. The only two <laughs> films that I felt were really effective in stereo for Planes me. Planes 1, Planes 2. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> Coraline. Yeah. It was oh. a very effective stereo film for me. It felt like I, I, I mm. felt immersed in that film, even though it was stop motion, which is pretty phenomenal. And um, this movie, I felt like it actually got me a couple of times. And maybe the flight scenes and How to Train Your Dragon. Those were very fun to watch in Bias. stereo. But for the most part, <laughs> yeah, so but for the most part, I don't see movies in stereo because I'm like, oh. I just don't see movies in stereo because of where I live. 1950 for an IMAX 3D ticket? Mm -hmm. You kidding me? Well, that's the thing. I have I live right next to ArcLight, so ArcLight has um, just the worst crappy 3D. Yeah, Yeah, so I refuse to to do 3D there. The and then I was going to do the IMAX for at Universal for Gravity, but it was the the second row. Oh, and I just oh did God. not want to do wow. second row with that movie. You had a great shot of Sandra Bullock's chin the whole time. And when she, when she took her pants off, that was pretty nice. That movie, okay. Spoiler. Again, without no, she had no sweat <laughs> on her body at all. Okay, so you mean her body? You mean the stunt double's body? The no, body double a, body? That was a Bullock body. Yeah. The painted body. I'm going to disagree with you there. I did my research. You did? <laughs> <laughs> I compared it to speed. We're good. Yeah, yeah. totally. Or she butt. and speed? Yeah. Yes. All right. Good call. No, so that, that, that movie, though, is... Th- you know how, like, a lot of times there's symbolic things, but it's mm-hmm. very subtle and, like, you know... No, this movie no could movie. not be any more, like... In your face, oh, this is exactly what's happening. Like it is, it had dumbed it down so much That's that true. actually, they didn't, yeah. didn't talk about everything. Of yeah, it, and like just like I said, the shot, the symbolic shots, and you know when she gets into you know the the station thing or whatever, and just that first shot, oh, you're just it's like not really a spoiler because it's it not. Make you said space station. I said there's uh, a scene aboard. I didn't say anything about her. She dies at the end. Let's <laughs> no, put an end to this. And let's, <laughs> let's talk about the, the Titanic the sink. Yeah. Come what? on. Can we get a jetpack? No. We're not spoiling Ooh, anything. Jet anything pack. else. No more spoiling. Jetpack's it's not. Things, I want man. a jetpack. I want can a water jetpack. Have you seen that pack? shit? That shit is bomb. Yes. No. Oh, wait, wait. Hey, stop listening <laughs> now. If you want. If you haven't seen this movie, tune out. No. It's too late. Guys, I want to tell you something about this movie. There's gravity in it. All right. <laughs> oh my god. There's or gravity. Or in it. Or Did you guys know that geosynchronous orbit? When you're in orbit, your uh, velocity, your forward moving velocity, matches, matches your Earth's. rate of fall. What? Matches the gra- the Earth's pull on you. 
Therefore, you are moving forward at the same rate you are falling, so you literally fall around the planet yeah, continually. And you the and spot. Did you know that? Did you know? I didn't know and that. You're going, what, like 53,000? What's up, science corner? But did you're going you know, like 53,000 miles per hour and 78,000 miles per hour. You see like, like six or seven sunrises. or so, like, if, if, yeah. like You see a sunrise and sunset every 90 minutes, I think, That's while so you're crazy. up there. Not quite that. Probably depends much. on where you're at. I, so I what don't is, know. I heard a podcast. So so uh, what is lunar it synchronous one? orbit? Don't believe it. It's called Jason. Moon, Moontastic in 3D. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all... No, I'm not. <laughs> no, it's not oh, true. Um, so there is one thing that I had I have to talk about. I don't think we've brought it up on the show before. So Alfonso Curon is the director of mm-hmm. Gravity. And what I... What, you know, they, they, they ask the question sometimes in an interview where they say, like, if you could go back in time and meet one person in history and talk to them about something, what would it be? So... Some big contenders would be maybe Hitler, see what he was thinking, Jesus. Like baby Hitler. Martin Luther King. Like there'd be some baby there'd be some interesting people in history to talk about what their trains of thought were around certain subjects. Yeah. I am desperate to talk to the exact That exe- makes no sense because you wouldn't speak any of the languages that these okay, people speak. Okay. And you'd be high you Hypothetical. Fuck, never mind. You're going back in time, you bring a translator. Uh all right. Drop the mic. So uh, I want to meet the executive, the studio <laughs> executive, language? who uh, said, "You know who we should get for the third Harry Potter movie? The man that did this softcore porn over here in Spanish. Let's go do that. He looks like a great choice." What softcore porn? Before Itu Harry Mama Potter Mama? and the Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban, he did Itu Mama Tambien, which was that. a oh yeah. Who's that? That is a softcore porn. One of the most erotic films ever made, or something. Yeah, wait, it is. Who goes? Who goes? It's on Netflix. I'm gonna go watch. Who at Warner Brothers? Seriously, who at Warner Brothers goes? Man, who can we get for the next Harry Potter movie? It's a little darker this one, so you know who we should get? The porn guy. Is there anything else in his? Catalog. Yeah, he had some other things, but it's more applicable. That means and your mother as well. And your mama too. Yeah, it's I'm gonna like fuck your mama too. She well, it's like an insult. Like, <clears throat> this, this, and oh, it's, it's like in the and, and the horse you rode in on. Yeah, oh. like, I, I, I am oh, really. I, I would love to know but the circumstances that surrounded that choice. Maybe he just had. A what really about Jar Jar Binks? Oh, Don't you want to know about him? <laughs> was that a deleted scene? Did you guys see that this week? There's what? a deleted scene floating around where he dies in Star Wars. It's no, not real. Can't be real. Was it no, fan made? Is yes, that okay, it's just okay. edited? Did you guys way. hear about the the DVD that was, or the sorry, the laser disc that was bought on yes. eBay for six hundred plus dollars? That has it, it's called a droid disc. So Lucasfilm, when they were making the original Star Wars films, had a system that was proprietary, their editing system was editing that was system? called a droid, and it was used to do their selects for editing. And they put all of their outtake, well, pretty much all of their takes on these droid laser discs. This guy. This is. Bef- this, this is uh, Return of the Jedi. Sorry, uh, wait. So this ones. is laser discs act way well after the film, though, right? I mean, well, these somebody were precursors to laser discs, essentially. But I think they work with laser disc systems. Huh. But this guy was able to buy this laser disc that had a whole bunch of outtakes from Return of the Jedi, and he's been slowly leaking them. Oh, they're Facebook, so good. Oh, and really? They're awesome. Where, where can I find well, them? Well, they showed some can Star you post Wars it on Facebook? You don't deserve to know if you miss my Tauntaun joke. Yeah, You're out. <laughs> you don't get involved in this Listen, conversation. I thought I knew Mr. what you were talking about. Yeah, it I thought you did too until you did. I'm pretty sure I heard hands. that joke before, but I Dude, completely look, forgot. Dude, let's be honest. Delivery. When Liz goes, what? <laughs> you don't know the Star Wars joke? <laughs> Something's Rome? wrong. All right? In Rome? I should be embarrassed that I didn't know because I'm such a huge Star Wars geek. That's why I say I wrote that joke down just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Who's the first person to die in Star Wars? Uh, Rito. Porkins. <laughs> so. 
Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Everybody. I said, I said How do you spell Jabba backwards? Person, alien. It's Baja. Uh, no, it's not. Ajib. Oh, Ajib. Abaj. <laughs> Who is the only other person in Wait, the hold Star on. That's Wars. not true. Hold Porkins on. is not it. It's Aunt Maru and Uncle Owen. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah! yeah! <laughs> These are actually hold Star on. Wars. Let me just drop this. Star Wars Trivial <laughs> no. Pursuit question. Who is, <clears throat> who is the only, uh, the only other person besides Ben who held Luke Skywalker's lightsaber in the three movies? And we're not talking about Vader. Vader holds it too. Who is and by lightsaber, you mean it has to be a person. Mm-hmm. It's a person. It's not R two D two. Han Solo. You don't mean his penis. You're right. It's Han Solo. He held it when he was cutting the Tauntaun. Open. What up, mm-hmm. mother flips? <laughs> Who knows Star Wars? Who? So how do you Who? Know that not you, Tauntaun, motherfucker. <laughs> he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> we should play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit on the show. Oh, that would be, be awesome. With beer. <laughs> With beer. That, I'm into that. Beer. Hey, episode 78.5. That's happening. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to do something special for hey, you. Hey, Jax just signed up. Jax just signed up. Hey, Jax. Welcome to Nerdtastic. Welcome back, Jax. Jax says, yo in my car. On, on my, my way home I and trying. I think he means yo in my car. Listen. Oh, yo pause? No, you yeah, yo comma. No, he means yo, we're yo in his car. car. Jason, you missed the comma. Yo. Yo comma. It's not yo, yo in my car yo. pause? No, he's. I think he meant to say yo, yo in my car. You on? in my car. So, my speaking car. of Jack, did anybody see Daniels. that Michael Jordan video that Sean posted? Oh, my God. Let's talk about Chicago sports. Because number one, Chicago's the best place ever. Pippen. Number two, Scottie Chicago Pippen. Bulls. Represent. We're the best basketball team ever. Big fan of the Big fan of the Pippin. And number three, oh, Michael Jordan's know. house is crazy. And it is was crazy. for sale. It Wait, why is it being for sale? Auctioned. Why is it being, it's being auctioned? auctioned? I don't know. Because he doesn't, live there. he doesn't live there anymore. Gambling he doesn't? Could be. But he just got married. To who? Does he live now? Shaq? Um, no, I don't like follow Michael Jordan's <laughs> anymore. He's some waitress. That makes no but he has, he has 19 bathrooms. That yes. I was impressed by. Full that. size. How many bedrooms? bedrooms? I just feel that impressive. Nine, I'm, I'm bringing the stacks. Up. Only nine bedrooms and 19 bathrooms. Yeah, you gotta, poop, you gotta be able to drop into a, a bathroom real quick. You can't be running up to the seventh floor. Why do you need more than twice as many? So, for a party, this bedrooms. property was designed, built, not by hand, like not by his hand. No, designed, he built, built, it. and he built lived it. in by Jordan. House uh, Jordan it built. was previously offered for $29 million on the market. Um, the auction is November twenty second. So go. if you guys want to get in and buy Jordan's house, I'm gonna put let's a dollar cool dollar bid. Like, let's, let's I'm gonna cool go with the prices right bid. Um, it's in One Highland dollar. Park. So yeah, there are nine <laughs> bathrooms. There are fifth. No, sorry, nine bedrooms. Fifteen work. bathrooms, which is a pretty good ratio. It's they about said two nineteen to one, in the video. Almost two to one. Um, Fifty six thousand square feet. This house is. Damn, he has a, a pool in the backyard that is an infinity pool that has an island in the middle. Yeah, it's a circular pool with an island um, in the middle, which is badass. You could probably drive off of it onto his little mini putter. And his <laughs> grass oh, is yeah. made of pure diamonds. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and virgin skin. And virgin skin. <laughs> is uh, anything in the shape of the number 23? Yeah, his yes, gate ah, has 23 yay, on okay. it. Yes. Like, um, I knew a number. It's yeah. seven acres. Oh, that's his number, jerky. And uh, so this is the description. Set on a 7.39 immaculately landscaped acres just north of Chicago, the longtime personal residence of Michael Jordan offers the ultimate in privacy and luxury. (laughs) (laughs) I love the tone change right there. This secluded (laughs) compound includes 56,000 square feet of living space with nine bedrooms and 15 full bathrooms. And, as one might expect from this basketball legend, a regulation-size NBA-quality basketball court. 
all surrounded by a living fence of 150 mature evergreens, creating this envelope of unparalleled privacy. Those are adult evergreens. And it is amazing looking. Uh, I also wanted to announce today that uh, there's a Kickstarter going live today. Raise to money buy his to house. buy Michael Jordan's house. <laughs> nice. I'm starting it. Okay. Um, so feel free to pledge some money. Is so you're gonna buy. So you go to hookpeckoup.kickstarter.com. <laughs> Is this what we Wait. should do? We should we should put a Kickstarter out there to create a, a fund. Let's put a Kickstarter shit out to to create Let's a fund a to buy Michael Jordan's house and loan it out as a timeshare. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, we can call a number for more details. Should I call him right yeah, now? Let's put call him right now. Wait, Jay, do you have anything else you wanted to announce while we're here? About what? I don't know. Just. My life. Yeah. Hello, What's we're a podcast on? interested in Michael Jordan's home. <laughs> uh, Can you tell us more? That's why we're calling. It says for more details, and we would like more than was really listed here. Uh huh. Isn't that true? Are you talking? I'm holding my we phone. Well, wait for I my. Know, like, well, I don't know how you. If we had a really good improv there. person on the show, they probably could have done that call. With I was you. waiting for somebody to chime in here on the other side. You'd have been the perfect. Speaking. I was talking to Jay about. Something else. I want to hear. I, I want to hear some. Yay! We totally redline. Totally redline. Forever gonna redline. That's it. Awesome. Yay. Massive shout to my baby girl Woo! Gina. Oh, Congratulations, Gina. That's Gina. awesome. You're Is she coming in right, right now? Uh, she, if she's not a mixler, she's probably not listening. But she has listened before. <laughs> All right, let me sing her a song. Okay. Go ahead. You uh, don't ever sing that. I'm pretty sure no. that goes what like this. What is that? Snoop Doggy Dog. Dog Pound. <laughs> yeah. No. That was horrible. I like mine better. Oh, boy. You're horrible. Is, was that like hey. a... You were giving me this look like you knew something that I didn't. No, I was just trying to, cre- I was trying to creep you <laughs> out. Okay, success. That. Yeah? Really success. weird. Yeah. I love like it. that to all success. of us, and it's like, what, why? What are you oh, talking about? Major oh, success. Hey, my approach to comedy is Jay. quantity, not quality. Exactly. Let's True. make it weird, people. It's Let's a numbers it game, really. Yeah, really. It's like trying to pick up girls. Uh, congratulations, dude. That's awesome. Tell us how you popped the question. Can we have like a wedding corner? Like where you like talk <laughs> about <laughs> This is Liz's wedding, wedding corner, corner starring no, Jason Peck. Yeah, exactly. But we'll do it. Let's we'll do it sounding like a speaking spell. I did it old... I, I did it. Jay, please tell us about. <laughs> what is that? What was that? It's keep doing it. Was that you? Jay Pecco, please Shut tell up. us about <laughs> your wedding plans. Uh, I can't. I would like to know more. <laughs> I can't respond. Why did you to answer this? your phone call oh with God. that voice? I can't respond to that. that voice. <laughs> We've I'm all totally, tried it. Gina, totally we can't no. do it. Gina, did you say yes? Oh my God! <laughs> How do you spell? Well. <laughs> Welcome to the Cafe 80s. <laughs> beep, 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 chicken or pork. I am so creeped out right now. <laughs> I don't even know how to process this. Oh, it's so good. Good stuff, right? There you is... thought that that was a... I in the, thought uh, it was... On our song, that's him saying it. Shut it's not a... up. That's me singing the song. <laughs> how long did it take you to perfect that? It sounds even better through the microphone. It really does. When I was in junior high school... Oh. I learned how to do this by typing in poo-poo gaga. <laughs> it was her- massively creepy, and I no. So seriously, can't respond to your and then, seriously, and haven't you? Back to your regular voice. Haven't you? You know when those things where you used to like in junior high, you'd type it in, and you'd say say this back, and you'd laugh when you type in like vagina. <laughs> and no matter what, it always trailed off, kind of creepily at the end. Say boobs. Uh, come on, do it. You boobs. <laughs> You know. Yes, it's uh, like a breathe. How's it? You, you breathe out. 
and suck in like the same. And you have like a of when you, when you speak. When you speak, you breathe in instead of breathing out. Exactly. When yeah. you when you speak, you're pushing air over your vocal cords out. You know and when you do this, this, you you inhale. <laughs> Mine sounds way while rattling. Way creepy. Oh, you I talk try, like this. I tried like in the car so many times. <laughs> the first time, the first time I showed him that. The first time I showed him, I think he just like his body shut down. How do you he just not did this. hyperventilate? <laughs> I, I, I was I was like so I dumbfounded. I was like, oh my god, Stephen Hawking, yes. good, right? Yeah. It's more speaking spell. I mean, I'm, I don't okay. want to compare myself to I other want, computer voices. But I want let's you be to honest. do like my speaking outgoing voicemail. Like, <laughs> yes, you have voice reached Cliff's phone. <laughs> oh my god! You please. need to totally do that and put it on an Android like market in the iPhone market. Please, you will make please, millions please, of dollars. Please, please, please leave a message. <laughs> Say after the beep beep. Jason Carter is looking for work so in this beep. field. By the way, <laughs> Say do you dance? Oh my god. Do you dance? You have to have an inflection. Do you dance? Do you dance? Yeah. <laughs> now see, real now computer. Say, everybody dance. Real computer. Though the whole thing to this is you got to trail off at the end. Every last word goes down. But there, mind. there is a there was a program I'm that I had in mind. high school that was a robotic voice, and it used to say, "Do you dance? Do you dance?" And it said it just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, this so is the good. craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I, seriously, and I've heard some crazy. Yeah. Shit. Many, many, I, many times I have thought about bringing this up in interviews. So are you a sentient being? <laughs> what do we call you? We're making first contact here. Good morning, Dave. Ooh. I'm sorry, I can't. What's that from? That. Uh, that, really? No, it's a, uh, really? 2000 Space Odyssey. Uh, 2001. Star Wars. I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit. You're off by a year. 2001 Come Space on. Odyssey. I'll give you some credit. Star Wars 2001 oh. Space Odyssey. Hey, uh, for your wedding, I've decided. No, I seriously am. You're making me sweat. I've decided for I your wedding, tell. I'm going to, to give you a mixtape. And before uh-huh. each song, it's going to be like, oh, oh my yeah, God. get in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, should, you need to sing You've Lost That Loving Feeling. That You've voice. Lost That Loving oh Feeling. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh, that loving <laughs> oh feeling. We're taking you to karaoke. You're going to flip the whole place out. <laughs> oh, that love. <laughs> We are having technical difficulties. Not time yet. Ta- no, oh my god! Story. So good. Yeah, we don't have to tell. Hey, the story speaking of punk, speaking of Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> so, well, look, and his first, name is Kutcher. Wait, wait. Oh, first, Christ. first, leading up to this, PlayStation Four comes out on Friday. Yay. All right. No, I know most of the people in this room aren't excited. If I have a PlayStation here, Three, so I'm super excited, super stoked about it. I'm pumped. I'm pumped okay. for next generation. I, I have, I have. So, Kurt and I were planning on standing in line, waiting mm. at Best Buy or whatever, and Disney saved our lives. They sent an email out like two weeks ago, and like, hey, we're doing, we're giving, we have 150 like pre-orders writer. for, it wasn't what? a raffle, it was just 150 pre-orders for PlayStation mm-hmm. 4, uh, first 150 people respond, we'll get, get access to them. We still have to pay full price, you know, not, we didn't get any discounts, no good bundles or anything. But, uh, so we signed up for that. And we had to do it through the, for some reason it was through like <laughs> customer experience or something. And so it was like this really weird, like, 
Oh, we it was had like internal, but yeah. And then we like they were like, "Oh, to pay for your thing, you have to go over to customer experience." And we went over there, and like nobody knew what we were talking about. And finally, we got it all sorted out. We paid for our our, our PlayStations. I forgot my checkbook because apparently they only accept checks, and who carries a checkbook around with them? So Kearney had to pay for mine. Thank you, Kearney. <laughs> uh, but I wired him money. Uh, wired. That's right. So, anyways, story uh, today. Was it today? Or no, it was yesterday. Kearney wasn't there. Yesterday, yesterday I was uh, debugging something on a phone that I realized wasn't like an active phone. It was a QA phone, but it was active. It had an active phone number. So I decided to call Sean and <laughs> say to him, Hi, this is Thomas from Quality Assurance, and we just want to let you know that uh, there was a problem with your payment, and we were unable to, to process it. and. And so we were, una- we're unable to give you your PlayStation 4, but if you want to come and talk to us, come talk to us, and uh, we'll sort it out. <laughs> so, and I, and I, 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 Thomas, I, the woman? I, it was like a weird voice. I was trying to disguise was my voice. Was that the voice? That was the voice. Right. And uh, I was expecting him to be like, listen to it for like a second and be like, oh, this is Jay. I know it was you. And so he was in a meeting, and he came back, and I wish he was here right now to respond to this, but <laughs> he... Uh, he, I, I'm like, I had my headphones on and I, I'm, I'm debugging something and all of a sudden I see out of the corner of my eye, Sean like stands up, goes like this, what the fuck? <laughs> arms up in the arms. air, yeah, arms up in the air. And I was like, Big giant uh, I, I like, took my headphones off and he's like, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. They, I'm not getting my PlayStation 4. I'm not getting <laughs> And we all know how calm uh, Kearney can be, and, and like, right? He's, he's very like, calm. Loud. Everybody in the studio was like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm not getting my PlayStation 4. I knew they were going to fuck this up. He's like, I, I got to go talk to him. And I was like, what happened? He's like... This guy Thomas from Quality Insurance just called me, and he said that my payment got messed up, and so I don't get my PlayStation. And he's like, I gotta go talk to him, and he walks out the door. <laughs> and I was like, Should I let him go make a fool out of himself on the other side of the building? Not and without seeing it. I know, and so I, I wanted to go over there and watch, but then I my you know I'm too nice of a person. Your conscience and got I, up. With you. And so as he's walking into the other door, I was like, Kearney, come back here. And he's like, What? And I was like, That was me. And he's like. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and so after he was like, yeah. So like, the one thing that kind of w- didn't make sense to me was that Quality Assurance would call me. Like, why would QA call me? Yeah, why did you oh, go you with finance? Long well, because it, it was experience. customer experience, and that's like our QA's part of customer experience now. So like, I didn't, I just messed it up. And he was like, but I was so fired up, I had to go over there and talk to him. <laughs> so. But we're both getting PlayStation fours, and awesome. we're super stoked about it on oh, Friday. You know what? On Friday, I, I pre-ordered Battlefield Four. Killzone and Marvel, Lego Marvel. Nice. And uh, I was initially going to go for Knack because, you know, it's an original IP platformer. But uh, this is my secret plan to get Gina into video games. I think the Lego franchise might oh, be Lego Marvel my will way do it. in. So. That will do it. Knack so, got horribly reviewed. That's what I heard, too. But, I mean, it's like, when was the last time you saw an original IP platformer, you know, release? Like, everything, all the launch titles are all sequels. So. I think it's worth it to give it a chance. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I'll borrow it from Kearney when he's done. But, uh, you know, I'm, the, the launch titles for both platforms are not super exciting to me. Killzone. Uh, you just hit the nail on the head for me. I'm not I'm not getting an Xbox right away because there's nothing, like, with the exception of Assassin's Creed 4, nothing that super, like, really excites me, but I'm getting that on the 360, so. Yeah. You know. I, I, so, I, I'm excited just, like, to get a new console. Because it's like PlayStation Three, I didn't do the launch thing because it was super expensive, and there again, there there wasn't I, at the time. I didn't really have much disposable income. I was in college, and uh, now I, I feel like it's, it'll be exciting. You know, 
So um, our very own DreamWorker, Alan Stetson, is pining over which which platform to buy. He's he's split between the PS4 and the X-Bone. And he comes from a PlayStation <clears throat> history. He does come from a PlayStation history. So uh, uh, from the experts in the room, what would you suggest he look towards? What does the future hold for the next-gen gaming on the PS4 versus the X-Bone? And where do you guys think the uh, the best benefit lies? I, I, so personally, if you look at the Wikipedia page for launch titles on both platforms the playstation list is like 20 long it's got a lot of a, a bunch of remakes uh, a bunch of uh sequels and the the x-bone is like 45 long but it's all apps so hmm. it's like if you want a system that's like it's a game console but it also does a lot of other stuff and you're planning on using it for that then the x-bone's probably where you want to go but if you want something that's like you know Made for games, going to have a, probably a lot more indie titles because their focus is is more on indie. Then go for PlayStation Four. This that's is my, also that's my opinion. This is also a gamer that's not a multiplayer gamer. He is very much a solo or a family gamer. So yeah, I think I think Sony's well. going to have that that cornered. And and like even with the Connect, like Microsoft used to have the Connect is like oh yeah, it's this new thing that only we have. And the PlayStation Eye camera, the new one, apparently is just as good as the Connect and has the voice commands and everything it well, doesn't so. actually like it's the, the voice command is like turn on and no like, that that's like for the playstation to, yeah no they're right doing a, they're doing a, a day one patch that has more okay so and they'll i'm sure they'll continue to update it that's the thing i think now they like with with ios has changed about consoles is that like the console's day one functionality will continue to grow through through updates and patches and stuff um it's tough uh, I think that there's no way to argue that PlayStation is well behind in its uh, community and adoption. Like Xbox Live, there's a lot more people than there are on the PlayStation Live network. Like, like it just has m- many, many more people connected to each other in that space. Which means, like, like Sean, I think you're getting at this. If you are looking for doing uh, for playing multiplayer games, and that's you're looking for connecting with other people, I think PlayStation has a long way to catch up. That being said. Um, you know, there's Microsoft had some troubles earlier in the year with their message. I think it's maybe become a little bit more clear, but time will tell. I guess if maybe there was some stumbling block there, PlayStation will gain some ground. I mean, for me, it's an it's it's Xbox. Um, that comes down to um, two things for me. One is I've been an Xbox player, so that's going to feel a little bit more familiar. And then the second thing is the controller. So I've uh, I've picked up the DualShocks several times, just sitting around gaming rooms or whatever at E3, things like that, and it just never feels right to me. Uh, you know, I think the and that's par- partially probably because I'm used to playing on the 360, but there's something ergonomic in my hands that just feels better about the 360 controller, and the Xbox One controller is uh, just sort of an advancement on top of that. It, it doesn't have the bulk in the back for the battery, so that's a big thing for me personally. Um, I think. For me, gaming, the input, the player input is really, really crucial. That's like, I don't like mouse and keyboard. That's not my thing. Like, I'm a controller guy. Uh, and so that's something that's particularly important to me. So that's probably why I'm going why I'm going Xbox. Are there particular titles that you are, that would sway either way? If uh, Halo went over, I'd get, if Halo was only a PlayStation, I'd go PlayStation. Yeah, I'm with you there. If it if suddenly if suddenly the Microsoft owned studio, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, Halo's Halo's interesting. Um, I've always liked Halo games. Uh, not enough to justify buying an Xbox. 
Uh, Titanfall looks super legit. It's a game that I could see myself playing. Again, not enough to, you know, buy an Xbox. Um, one thing that I, I've recently, and we talked about this before on the show, but I've recently done because I bought a Vita was to join PS Plus, and I think the PS Plus benefits are far outweigh the Xbox Live ones. Like yeah, the, the X- remote play is pretty impressive. The, ev- the remote play is awesome uh, with the Vita, but the PS Plus is like is basically so PSN is free. Uh, PS Plus is the fifty dollar a year subscription thing, and I I I think I paid for it like three months ago, and I, I've already gotten my money's worth. Like I've gotten. Shadow of the Colossus, uh, Ico, um, Uncharted, not I think not Uncharted three, but Uncharted for Vita, Hotline Miami. Like I've gotten all these games for free, and then on top of that, new games that I want to buy often have discounted prices as well mm. through the PS Plus. So I, I think that's also a big, big, a big thing. And mm. like you said, the remote play. That's another reason why I was really excited about PS Four is because when I bought the Vita, now. Like, one of the things I found lately is I'm playing a lot more, like, 3DS and mobile games on my couch while, like, my fiancé now is watching TV. Uh, I can do that with PS4 and play games on the Vita. And apparently, um, the, the, for developers, it's so much easier to support that. Like, out of the box, I, I think they said that uh, for, sh- uh, for Killzone, it only took them a day or two to implement controls on Vita. And so it's almost like, why wouldn't you? Unless it's... Um, uh, the rear the R three buttons are weird. It's like the rear touch panel, but otherwise, I mean, like almost all games will be playable on the Vita. Huh. Hmm. Um, so, are you guys following uh, at all any of the corporate sh- shakeup stuff that's happening at Microsoft? Steve Ballmer leaving, stuff like that. Uh, I've heard a few things, but I, I don't know all the details. It's a really interesting rumor um, that was posted this week that I thought was fascinating. So. Uh, Stephen Ballmer is the CEO of Microsoft, and he is stepping down, I think is the official term. In the next couple <clears throat> years, right? In the next, like, no, within this calendar year. Oh, really? And Microsoft is actively searching for his replacement for the new leader of Microsoft, right? And there's only been two in the company's history. There's been Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer, and that's it. So some big shoes to fill. Um, I'll throw my resume out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there are five uh, names. You know, this is all rumor, but supposedly there's five names on the list. There's um, three internal people, and then there's uh, Alan something. I forget his la- name. He's the CEO of Smith Ford. Touring? Is that his name? <laughs> no, He's the kidding. CEO of what? Ford. Ah, Ford. it's a little okay. programming joke for everybody out there. Come on. Get your life together. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, he, uh, the CEO of Ford, and then uh, Steve Stefan Elop, who is the CEO of Nokia. And we've talked about him because he had the world's most expensive divorce. Remember this whole story about, uh, quickly, uh, Microsoft bought Nokia. He is the CEO of Nokia, and he's responsible for kind of brokering that deal. And the people of Finland are, like, really, really angry with him because that was, like, their one big, like, flagship company. Yeah. And so uh, the, the he, for brokering this deal, he gets, I think it was a $25 million, uh, you know, kind of bonus or yeah. whatever. So the people of Finland are furious and are like, why should you get paid big money to give away our one thing mm-hmm. that we, you know, our big company? So they asked him to take a reduction in, in his payout. And he said, I can't because my wife is already, expe- I, my wife who I'm currently divorcing is expecting half of this. Wow. And I was like, okay. So the rumor. You can't live on $5 million? <laughs> I know. Fuck you. Yeah. So the rumor that's been uh, floating around this week is that 
and again, just rumor, but he, uh, Stefan Elop or Stephen Elop or whatever his name is, uh, his battle plan for if he took over Microsoft is day one, sell off Bing and sell off Xbox. Really? Oh. Interesting. To raise this, the stock price. Xbox? Oh, Who's gonna? Really? Who, who do you think would buy Xbox? <laughs> would, it's pretty profitable, right? I mean, that's a that's yeah, a why would you consistently profitable division. Mm. That's 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 the dumbest thing I've ever. Why, why would you sell off a consistent software? I mean, so who software would, who is what buy you make Xbox? it is where you make money, not the hardware. Hardware usually they lose money for especially the first like three years. So when he says right, sell but, off but, Xbox, but the division isn't mean, just hardware. Xbox Live is a yeah, gigantic. Yeah, does he mean Xbox Live? Every, it's the whole thing, the whole division. So who would buy that? Would PlayStation buy it? Would no, Apple buy no, it? No. I don't think legally. I don't think would PlayStation EA would buy be it. A, yeah. EA, EA buy it. Steam, could, Valve. I mean, nah, yeah, I don't think they would want to make. I feel like it would be a, a technology company like Samsung or something. Yeah, I'm you with know? you. I'm with you. Samsung's the biggest consumer electronics company in the world, so that's a good bet. Them or Panasonic, maybe. Yeah. I don't think Just Sony. Have Xbox I would guess that Sony in your televisions constantly. Oh yeah. Wow. If Sony did, there'd be like antitrust, anti-monopoly like stuff. It'd, yeah. Like, I don't think they would. Ah so? uh, yeah, because yeah. they would have an, like an ownership of the console market, right? At that point. <coughs> I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I would well, guess. I, mean, I, I would guess that. Would I, it would probably be antitrust if Nintendo was like, no, stop. By the way, a little piece of trivia: would Nintendo buy it. That's an interesting Ooh, idea. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. Nintendo's not. That's not Nintendo. Why would? Yeah, they but buy it? Nintendo's also desperate to redo their image. Ah, I still. Don't, it's not the image they're going to go for. Would they, would they be able to afford it? That's the question. Yeah, doubtful. Trivia: <sighs> Mark Cerny, leader architect of the PS4, also made what '80s game? Designed and programmed. '80s, 80s. games. Pac-Man. False. Laser Suit Larry. <laughs> no. Galaxy Quest. No. Michael Jackson's Journey. E.T. Close. E.T. the Atari game. Journey. Marble Madness. Oh. Huh. He did? Mark Cerny. Yes. I just found that out today in a video I watched. <laughs> How about so, that? Great that stuff. Was a hard game. Marble Madness, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Hold on. I should have done it like this. Hey, Liz, did yes? you check out this app I got? <laughs> 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 hey, hold on. Hold on. Check this okay. out. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen. This has been Nerdtastic in 3D, episode number 78. Thank you for listening. My name is Jason Carter. <laughs> I'm Josh the Rat. I can't do it. See? I start losing. I lose all oh, air as I go into like, I can get one word in. No. Try it. Try it. Try it. Say your name trying it. You have to breathe in. In. Breathe in and talk. That's okay, good. That's not bad. <laughs> it's it's way better than Josh did. Good list. Caitlin. See, okay, come on. That was worse than me. Caitlin You sound handicapped. He, okay. Handicapable. All over my glasses by touching my face with both palms. You're on dental. That's pretty good, too. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Fantastic. 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 Fantast